Morris Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour as part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street. Wayfair is a restaurant and a bar, serving handcrafted food and spirits where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass and have a three-hour happy hour here every day from four to seven and a fantastic brunch on the weekend. They do. They do, mm. says Andrew. And everyone's got a drink around the here. My guests are today are Olga, Chuck, and Sarah. I'll tell you more about them as the day goes on. But instantly, Olga, I see you having a Sazerac with ice in it, which you were sort of horrified about. I was a little horrified about that. They don't normally put ice in a Sazerac. What, uh, no, what no. What goes on with that? Well, it's going to water it down. And right. the thing is, it's going to sweat, as you see, it, which it already is. So I should have grabbed a napkin because pretty soon it'll be sweating oh, all over the table, I suppose. Oh, we can get someone to get you a napkin. Um, yeah, no. it'll just be watered down, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, and you so guys have ideal. got sort of, what have you got, Chuck? Uh, I just grabbed a top shelf margarita. Top shelf yeah, margarita? Tequila yes. sets it off. Sarah, what have you got? I'm done with it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dirty martini. I started them at Commander's Palace. This is there. your fourth martini in how many hours? Uh, well, I started at 25 cent martinis for mm-hmm. lunch at Commander's Palace. How do you not love that? How do you not? Um, you can't so, beat that, but yeah. how long ago was that? Two hours ago? One hour ago? Yeah, no, it's probably an hour and a half. And that, so you've had, this is your fourth martini in an hour and a half. Good love job. And good news for everybody, Andrew Duhon is back in town. Thank goodness. Thanks, buddy. We've missed you. You've been away a long time. Where the heck have you been? Went to Portland and back. Portland, that was all. Well, you know. But on tour. Yeah. So how does the rest of the country like you? It was really encouraging. Good. Um, I know you like to be modest and not overdo it, but seriously, for a minute. Well, honestly, like the West Coast. You know what's funny? Uh, Pandora is a really good uh, resource for uh, artists these days, and they have a lot of data that's helpful to artists, and they're talking about giving that data to the artists, such as what cities are you played a lot in. Oh. And uh, uh, Seattle is my second city after New Orleans for playing my station. Never been to Seattle. I was <laughs> about to say, that's a pretty long stretch. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. Like I've never <laughs> been there. But, um, <laughs> but I do like the West Coast a lot, and San Francisco is probably my... Okay, so now we're on to something pretty interesting here. You've never been to Seattle, and yet it's the second most popular city in the country to play. Why would that be? I got a couple tunes about rain. I don't know. (laughs) They have good taste, man. They have good taste. That's Impeccable taste, yeah. You do have that awesome song about rain. It's raining over what? What's it called? How does it? Oh yeah, coming down over here. Yeah, that's one. Then then there's it's gonna take a little rain is another song. Oh yeah, they're both good songs. uh, Do you think that? So that might not. I mean, Mobile is actually the rainiest city in America. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Check it out on Wikipedia. Wow. All right. (laughs) Telling me info, I didn't know. That's Uh, true. Well, you know, I know a lot of stuff, and (laughs) I know that because a guy in Mobile told me that. I can tell you an (laughs) amazing uh, 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 phenomenon in or around in Mobile Bay. Have you heard of the Jubilee or what they call the Jubilee? This thing, it only happens in two places in the world, and one is Mobile Bay. Okay. Uh, the other one's somewhere That's far scary east. scary right there. Yeah, I was okay. going to say, what's the so, other one? So, yeah, it's somewhere far east. I'm not exactly sure where. But um, this the far low east oxygen... Uh, far east Asia. of the globe, not yeah, the far yeah. east of the United States. Right, Asia somewhere. Okay. Uh, so this low pocket of oxygen deep in the bay on certain conditions where the barometer reads something and the wind's blowing a certain way, I don't know. 
that that low pocket pushes all the fish life toward the shore, and you end up with these piles of flounder, just you know, sitting wow. on the beach. So you know, back a good back day in the fishing. time, wow. yeah, oh yeah, people oh just God. out there with and their that, gig damn, poles, like hello. grabbing stuff, <laughs> crabs, and all kinds of stuff. So. I went fishing. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote. Air quotes. And right? why would yeah, that be called go. the Jubilee? <laughs> I wonder. I don't know. What is a Jubilee technically? Anybody know that? Like it's a 50 year it's celebration. Like a, it's a get together. Oh, it's like a country kind of get together. Drunken revelry? I don't know. Is it something to do with every 50 dance. years? No, no, no. It so happens ha- like every year. Happiness, happiness yeah. everywhere. Happiness in some everywhere. cases, every month. I mean, it just depends. So, how often does the Jubilee occur? And it's completely unpredictable, but I would think. It's not, you know, not often. They'll have, like, small ones and big ones, you know? Mm -hmm. So there'll be, like, a tiny one that only lasts half an hour. Not everything is coming up. But then there'll be other ones that are giant. Uh, But I think, like, once or twice a year is probably what they And is it okay? Not often. That surprises me. I would think it'd be, like, once every five years or something. Mm. Yeah, they seem to to happen. They used to have these bells. uh, The houses along the bay had these giant bells. And they were to notify your neighbors that there was a jubilee going on. So everybody had their jubilee bell on the porch, and you could ring it in the middle of the night if there was a jubilee. So that you could go down and get the fish. Yeah. The fish aren't all poisoned or fucked up no, or anyway. No, they're, they're just... <laughs> they're just dead. They might be well, now. they're just out, all of, the, out of oxygen, yeah. lethargic. Yeah. That's yeah. All the trash <laughs> being dumped in the ocean. And, uh, wow, that is uh, interesting. Yeah. That could be a waste. good story for you. I see... I, so they call you Charles here on my document, but your name is Chuck, really. Yeah, most people call me Everyone Chuck. Everyone calls yeah, you Chuck. Man, when did that start much. happening? When you were a kid? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's kind of gone through phases. You know, it, it got to the point where... I'd go to a job and then everyone would make up their own names for me because my name was Charles and apparently it's entirely too long of a name for people to say. I don't know why. It's one syllable. One yeah, syllable that's my point. One syllable but, too but, long. But people just don't feel comfortable saying that name for some reason, so okay. I end up with six different nicknames. And What are the others? Um, Charlie, Chuck, oh, Charlie. Balls, Crazy, um, that guy over there. Um, <laughs> You're so, and all of those, all of those are more than one syllable. Too. I thought yeah, I heard see. balls. Yeah, that's, that's, balls. Yeah, that's I, from, I wrote that down over here, Sarah. But that's, balls that's usually gets people's birth. attention. From birth. So. Hang yeah. on a sec. Hang on. Hang on. We have to stop for a minute. You were called <laughs> balls at birth. Yes. 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 My brother did that. Uh, the, the, How the, old were the, the mystique is much more intriguing than the actual story is. You didn't have balls or testicles when you were born, I assume, did you? I would assume they had not dropped, but I do not remember that far well, back. Where, where did the word come from? <laughs> but my brother had a... My, my family's from, from uh, the, um, the River Parishes, and St. James Parish has a really, really heavy accent, heavy Cajun accent. So he didn't say Charles, he said Charles. And he gave everybody in the family nicknames, and I was the youngest. And it brother. just happened to, yeah, it just happened to rhyme with balls. So I became Tom. Charles Balls. Charles balls. Oh, <laughs> and then okay. it was shortened. And then when we went through the 90s, it became Balls Cobain for a while, which was really funny. Because uh, of yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Because, you know, I grew up in the 90s, you know. Okay. So everybody was grunge and whatnot, but... Balls Cobain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Well, that's, your real name is Chuck Lucia. Pronounce Lucia here, yeah. Lucia, you pronounce it. They changed it when they got to the shores. So it's Italian originally, or Mm -hmm. it is, yeah, yeah, Sicilian. Sicilian. Okay, Mm -hmm. so it's not Cajun. You didn't come from a Cajun. Well, half my family did. Half my family's Cajun French, and half my family's Italian. Okay, so your mother's side is Cajun. It's Petit. What was their name? Petit. Petit. P e t i t. That's interesting. That's not a very common Cajun name either, is it, it's Mr. Not Duyon? Really, no. No, not that I've heard. I guess not. I'm no, no connoisseur, but... Well, Miss yeah. Moon, Allison is from Lafayette. Yeah. 
It's not a common Cajun name, Petit. I wouldn't have thought so either. No, I'm not a Boudreaux so, or any or of those Gidry guys. Or a Gidry or Landry so, right, or any of those common yeah, Cajun so. names. But you are the director, the co-director of the New Orleans Horror Film Festival. I am, yeah. Okay. Now we're getting to Yeah, it. that's it. Right. That's yeah. my first like sentence. Part of this name etymology. Let's yeah. get to yeah. it. <laughs> what, what exactly is the New Orleans Horror Film Festival other than the obvious? Uh, well, it's a group of guys who got together and realized that there was no festival celebrating uh, the horror genre or sci-fi genre in New Orleans, which seemed... Unbelievable. Completely. Does it not? It's yes. really odd. I mean, mm. we've got French film festivals. We've got children's film festivals. It, pretty much, if you can think of a film festival, we have it. And until we started a horror film festival, we didn't have one. When did we start it? We started it five years ago. Okay. Mm. And we went through a lot of years, well, not a lot, two years of really serious kind of growing pains of finding our footing, finding out when to do it, how to do it, where to do it. Um, well, let's go through all that. When, when is it? Well, it's, uh, it's the last weekend of September every year is what we decided on. Um, I went through the calendar and found the time of year closest to Halloween that has the least amount of other things going on, yeah. basically. That's a good idea. Yeah. You know, because originally the f- it was started by two gentlemen, one from, interestingly enough, Mobile, mm. which we were just talking about, ah. and one from California. He lives in Studio City. His name's J.T. Seaton. He's the other co-director right now. Blake has since dropped out. Uh, he got married and opened a restaurant in the same month, which you can imagine... Game over. Done. <laughs> Completely, yeah. What? Uh, where's that? Here in New Orleans? Uh, no, he did that in Mobile. You have a restaurant in Mobile? Yes. Is it any good? It is, it is. What's uh, it called? Montego's. And he's Montego's. Just, I think he's just about to open his third place, actually. If I'm not mistaken. So it's doing really well. You can yeah. have a chain in Mobile. Apparently so, yeah. Mobile's doing this well is these days. Sarah, you ever it's go to Mobile? This is Never absolutely been. happening. Never been to Mobile. I, ju- I just moved here five months ago. so You've only well, been in New Orleans five months. Yeah, so how would I know Mobile? Have you bought your tickets for the New Orleans Horror Film Festival yet? Oh, I, you know what? I know you've only just got here, but that's something that everybody does. Everybody here goes to the horror film festival. Well, I'm going to buy. Wow. I'm going to buy it on thing group, in town. I'm going to get on, on a group on. Wait, I have a, I have a, yeah. I have a question. It's one thing we've never done. Sorry about that, folks. That is a good idea, though. There, there is no group on out there. What, what weekend did you find that? Uh, it's the final weekend of September. So this year it's oh, the 25th, 26th, and 27th, are when the actual screenings are. The opening party, which is open to the public. Um, is going to have the Troublemakers playing. It's over at 940 Mags on th- the Thursday before, so the 24th. The Troublemakers. Who's in the Troublemakers? The Troublemakers are... Um, it's Jack Locke, um, my buddy Teddy. Ah, that's our boy, Jack yeah, Locke. Yeah, and, and, and He's their great. drummer changes, so I, I'm this not is going not the to pin Troublemakers. Drummer. Troublemakers, The yeah. Troublemakers, Correct. not the Troublemakers. No, the Treble. Troublemakers. The Troublemakers. Yeah. Oh, yes. Jack Locke is the greatest. Yeah, I love that guy. He's, very, he's actually helping us with the PA for the film festival also. So. Yeah, he, he made a movie. He did. I, I worked on it, actually. I you did. did. I did Targeted. his sound. Yeah, I did his sound. Ah. I did his, uh, I, all of his construction. I did most of his set dressing, a lot of his special effects. Well, we so. l- how did it turn out? Because we're dying to see that. We heard all about it from the inception of the show. He was our I'm very stoked. first guest ever. Really? On Happy Hour. Outstanding. Yes. And when we started out, this is how long ago it was. He had long, long hair and a strange-looking yes. beard, and he was really freaky. Well, it was really funny. The first time I met him, I was uh, working for WTUL, and I thought just from his sound that he was the lead singer of Acid Bath and I was like this guy's screwing with me man <laughs> he went over and he changed his fucking name and he's messing with everybody out there and he no this is bullshit oh and then I met him and I was like oh wow you're really not him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're really not Dax Riggs okay no problem no uh, he is he's a really he's and he's changed completely and yeah, now he's completely. a bit now he's a film director and 
Yeah, he, he's, to sing. I think he's the doing a lot of different things But now. it's not a horror film, so you can't... Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a period Western. It's uh, set in uh, the 1850s, if I'm not mistaken, late 1850s. Yeah, I think it's coming out in September or something as well. So yeah, we have uh, to, October. We're doing the screening okay. on October 16th, if I'm not mistaken, at Rare Form also for Rare Targeted. Form. Yeah. Is that where the horror film festival yeah, is? Just a is. moment, our fabulous producer, Graham DuPonte, is leaving already? What's going Yay. on? Where, where are you I going? Back to your real job, trying to save people from the death chamber. Oh, God bless her. <laughs> That's what she really God does. God bless you, Graham. We, we okay. had a, a, a stay of execution. Stay of execution. Isn't that awesome? Come and talk into the microphone here, so everyone. So, uh, Richard Glossop, new execution date is September 30th, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's just my prediction. So he was supposed to be executed today. Today at, at, at two o'clock Central Time. Is he a bad wow. man? What no. form of execution? Innocent. Oh, what? There is so. All right. First of all, I think. There, he may not be innocent, but he is definitely not clearly guilty. You can't execute people who are not clearly guilty. Fair. And, yeah, right? right. Mm. What's, a, what's his name again? His name is Richard Glossop. So look, just read the New York Times. It'll, yeah. Okay. All. So did you have anything to do with him not being executed no, today, Grant? No. You know what? I, call, I called the governor for sure. Yes, I think it was me. I mm, called the governor of Oklahoma. I think it was me. <laughs> I see Susan Sarandon oh, retweeted you oh, yes, on she Twitter. She retweeted me. She, no, she favorited my tweet. She didn't oh. retweet it, but she favorited my tweet. Awesome. That's pretty cool. Okay. okay, well, congratulations, I guess, on saving a life there. Yeah, for now. Absolutely. Pretty impressive job. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I have to say, when Graham I, is awesome. and She is? Uh, no, she is. I mean, she's and this is not the martinis talking, right? <laughs> no, it's not. It's honesty. <laughs> you know what all you guys are But the honesty <laughs> comes out after a couple oh, of martinis. Oh, okay, so does the oh, love. It's just a I was... I thought that she was going to say something completely different when she said stay of execution. Sorry. She was what did you serious. think? I don't know. You know, it's a general term you use now. She was oh. being dead serious. Well, serious. Yeah, Sorry, we not, not dead serious. Not dead serious. Thank you. <laughs> Non-dead <Sorry>. serious. <laughs> now, when she's or not undead. producing a podcast, she's saving lives. Apparently so. Pretty I, crazy. I have a question. Go, I have a question about the, the, the horror film fest. Is it a platform for new horror films, or, is, or do you celebrate old films it's actually probably the most common question we get all of our films are new they're all cool. indie, and very few of them have distribution we have a company called terror films that comes in That's to cool. try and give distribution to the films hmm. so, so how do people find you if i've got a horror film how do i find well um we have a facebook page we do instagram we do all the social media this is how i get my film in a festival now i go on facebook and no, no, i no, just well, look that's for just that's just the links there are links that you can get to to be able to submit to us you can also go to our webpage at www.noh yeah okay but if i made a horror film and i live in some other place mm-hmm. and i don't know you how do I? I mean, how do people who make a horror film they get in a it. festival? They, they, when you online, if you, I just Google. If you're gonna, yeah, yeah Google if you're gonna, really? if you're gonna take the time, Olga's in the film biz as well. Fact, yeah. If you're gonna take the time to to put the money and effort into making a film, you're not gonna drop the ball at the end with trying to get somebody to see it. So you're well, gonna obviously, take the time but I'm asking you, how do I get people to see it? Like Google. Yeah, you, 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 you Google how there there are only or three or four platforms that you can literally submit things. Are you on a box? Google. No, 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 no. Actual more? submission sites. Submission sites are things like... Well, there um, are actual submission sites. Yeah. Okay, what film, are they? Film Freeway and Without a Box are the two we, that we use. Film personally. Freeway and what? There's and Without a Box. Without a Box. Correct. There's another one you might consider, the uh, Short Film Central. <laughs> uh, we've been looking box, at that like, one. Without yeah. a Box. Probably that'd be like someone who didn't have a Short coffin. Films and a right. lot of our films. That's what I was thinking Exactly. Sorry, what were you saying there? I was telling about Short Film Central. Shortfilmcentral.com. Yeah. There's a couple more that we're looking at next year that we're probably going to switch to. Without a Box has gotten a little bit expensive as far as their submission, submission fees. fees. 
So we're fee. because they take a we we charge a submission fee that changes throughout the year, and then they tack on something on top of it. Okay, to so make their I end. can't just send my horror film into you. I have to. Accompany it doesn't work it that with, way. When you get over six hundred films, it's kind of hard to keep them. You know, you can't just have people sending DVDs to your house. You need some way to catalog it. You need some way to figure out exactly what it is you're looking at. On top of that, it cuts out the time that it takes to send something through the mail. You know you're going to get it in on time. Once it's submitted, it's submitted. And we go through and we look at everything, and then there's a specific deadline. And once the films are chosen, the site itself tells the filmmakers what, who was chosen and who was not. And then we start sending out our letters. So it's, it's a, a really, well, really a good process. Big, big deal. you got yeah, 600 submissions. Yeah. And how many slots are there? Uh, we have three slots of short films, which have between 8 and 12 short films apiece, depending on the length. Three, twelve to thirty-six. Yeah, so it de- depends on the length. Some are, some are. You I just know, thought you could just tell me how many films are in it. Um, Save well, me figuring it out. This year, how many films are in the I film? I think this year we have forty-seven total. Forty-seven films. Okay. I think we have forty-seven awesome. this year. Out of six hundred, so your chances are pretty slim of getting it's, into this. Is a pretty. It's rough. It's. Uh, I mean, how interesting. And we're we're pretty stringent on our our um, choices. Also, um, you've you've really got to kind of wow us and. So you must some like some do. Some you must like some horror do. films. I assume, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So, I completely dislike. So do you them. get? Suck. Do you still get scared or nauseated or whatever I, when you watch them, or is it all just old hat? I don't really get scared too much anymore. Every now and then a jump scare will catch me if I'm not expecting it. I do get creeped out though. Uh, I still get. I, you still get kind of the feeling from it, you know. Like one of the one of the films we have this year, House on Pine Street. It's one of the creepiest films I've probably ever seen. House on Pine Street. Yeah, is that Pine Street here uptown? No, I think it was shot actually um, <laughs> around the Massachusetts area. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. What's um, it about? I mean, okay, let's guess. There's a house, <laughs> and somebody shows up there. And what happens? You're, you're, yeah. you're along a, a pretty good track. Yeah, yeah. pine trees. Ah, oh, Pine Street. Okay. Pine Street and pine trees, because usually you know the street would be named after and, and uh, it's, the trees along. It's at it. night. Actually, it's, it's not. It's a dark that's, and stormy night. That's the thing. Uh-huh. It's, not, it's one of the things about the film that, that really struck me was that 45 minutes of the film, the first half of the film is shot completely during the day without any camera tricks, without any, you know, ghostly images or shadows or anything. And it's scary. And it's still creepy as hell, man. It freaked me out. Well, this, I'm not going to lie. This person must be a pretty good filmmaker. They, it was two, two brothers, um, two twin brothers, 24 years old. And they Twins. knocked it out of the park, man. House on Pine Street. Okay, we have to make a note of that so we make sure we see that one. Awesome. House on Pine Street. How much am I paying to get into the horror film festival? It's uh, $8 if you go to uh, universe.com to buy tickets in advance. It's 10 at the door. Wait, is it out now? No, they don't have distribution yet. Mm. No, the film's not out. No, right. The only way you can see it is to go to the horror film festival. Correct. They don't have distribution. See House on Pine Street. So what street do you live on here? I live on Olympia Street. Olympia. Yeah, how, did you, how did you pick that five months ago when you got here? Um, that's who my roommate, she, she knew I was coming into town, uh, moving from Chicago, and she... You moved here from Chicago. I did, five months ago. And right. Why? Is this your... F- no. Uh, well, not why, no. but that's a good question. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why? Good question. Um, <laughs> it's a stumped. It's a stumper. Know, right? <laughs> so no. So it's always um, a stumper. Why, why do you move to Norway? I've been volunteering at Jazz Fest for five months. Um, I would come here for five would, years. You mean probably? I mean five years. Right. And sorry. And uh, working a beer tent for Miss Lena's Brigade, part of the Threadhead organization. And 
just loving it. And I kind of fell in love with New Orleans. I thought, oh my God, there's only so many places that I would love to move to. And I'm a big fan of live music. So I thought it's going to be Austin or New Orleans. And hmm. I went to Austin. They think they're weird. Mm. <laughs> they're not weird. <laughs> they're not weird. They're not weird. They're not weird at all. No, they want to be weird. It's well, so weird. No, it's, Are they poser weird? Is that what no, I'm hearing? No. What is going on? It might on be weird here? for Texas, yeah. maybe. I, I've never been, I so know, I can't I say. I don't so. know. Weird I don't for Texas. So. That's what they should no, call seri- it. <laughs> every, every, no, seriously. Everything in Austin is, they're like, oh, keep Austin weird. And I thought, there is nothing weird about Austin. No, nothing. there's not. Maybe it's we not, got no. there too late. Maybe it used to be weird. No. I, I used to live in Dallas, and I would go visit there. Oh, you've lived in Texas. Yeah, I lived in Dallas, and that was not weird. It was it was weird to live there, but it's not right. weird. How long did you live in Dallas for? A year. My company relocated from Florida. So. What did you do? What? I worked for um, Viacom International. Viacom. That's talk about the film biz. That's right. Paramount, Paramount Pictures and MTV and everything. Right. Well, what yeah. What did you do for them? Oh, Lord. I was an operations manager. We, I started in Chicago. We opened up, up um, Viacom International store on Michigan Avenue, 30,000 square foot store. We had 15 Nickelodeon stores. And Sumner Redstone pulled the plug. Sumner Redstone is the guy who owns it all. Yeah. Still. Is it still, it's a publicly traded company, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. I, I, I love that company. It was the most creative people I've ever worked for. Um, but he didn't see the return on his investment, so he kind of pulled the plug. What, from all these stores? For Yeah, all these stores. What were you selling at these Paramount stores exactly? Well, let's see. In Chicago, the first store that they opened up, was, which was the 30,000-square-foot store, they had Star, uh, Star Trek huge everything from star trek everything all the ridiculous like anything from star trek that any collector would want amazing like ten thousand thirty thousand dollar items people would buy in a heartbeat because they are like i have so much more that i can spend ten thousand dollars on i'm just saying up to thirty thousand no i thought you could make a whole film i don't even want to think about thirty thousand dollars right now what what would you be able to buy for thirty thousand dollars in the star trek collector item world you could you could some kind of digit of somebody i don't like some relic yeah han solo's finger no 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 it's no it's Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Trek. My bad. Sweetheart. Oh, dude, I was doing the same thing. You're young. You have to hurt somewhere. I was. Yeah. No, but like, no, like Spock's ears. You could not. Well, yeah, you actually could buy that. You. They had everything, and they had like, you could have like that. So like the first original or second original, because they had to make so many different molds of everything, and it was amazing. And people would buy. Yeah. Million dollars worth of. It was crazy. So, okay, but they closed the thing down. So what? you're out of a job or what? No, the best part of it Not was... so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. Yeah, uh, no, but the best is... So I was here with, with them in Chicago, and then I went to Texas, and then I came to, back to Chicago and then said, like... We're, we're shutting you down. I said, damn it, yes. I, and I, and, they and that's me what gave you the freedom to come here then? Yes, and... Uh, so this is all current events. Right, So Viacom good. just shut all this stuff down this year. Well, no. Couple, no, a couple of years ago. But yeah, it's so all good. You, so it's taken you a couple of years to get it together to come down here. Yeah. So, okay. But it gave, me a, it, it gave me an amazing package 
money to do things. And the severance package. Severance so packages are fabulous. So you had a pretty big deal job there then at Paramount, Viacom. But with Viacom, yeah, it was operations manager. It was Operations phenomenal. manager of all these stores. Right. It was phenomenal. So you're yeah. like a successful business person. I was, and now right. I'm not. And now you're drinking <laughs> four or five martinis in yeah, well. hour period and getting loaded at three I o'clock. I spend the severance. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> Sometimes Hello. it's got to be done. Well, listen, you moved to the right town. Congratulations. Mm. Thank you. I know. I you're, love it. You're home. I am Good home. job. <gasps> you know what? Can I say something? Yes. Yep. One of my favorite <laughs> things about moving here... Sorry, one of my favorite things about moving here is when, when I tell people that I just moved here, they say, welcome home. And they actually mean it. And they're like, they're sincere and it's sweet. And like, I just want to hug them. Oh, well, you, can, you can hug everybody here. I, d- I hug every. No, I'm a hugger. Hug balls, Cobain. Go right ahead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very sweet. No, I hug everybody. 25 cent Margini hug a thong. This is turning into Oprah. No. Yes. No, but really? everybody, everybody is serious. It's It's... Well, it, it is a place that if you if you love it here, if you connect with New Orleans, it is like being home because you can't go anywhere else after here. Well, you know. That's the end of the line, right, Olga? You can. Olga moved here from some fancy place, Colorado or something, right? Yeah, San Francisco to Colorado, Colorado to here. Right. And, there's mm-hmm. no, and, you know, you're stuck. You've been here forever. I've been here forever. I had a little jaunt in Mississippi and Memphis. Right. But you've been living in New Orleans. You're based yeah. in New Orleans for a yeah. long time. Yeah. So tell us what, Olga, last time we talked to you, every time you come on the show, we hear a whole different Olga story, like a whole different personality. <laughs> Started off that you're a musician. Oh, boy. Then you Sybil? were... Sybil? We had a... We had a thing, you were on one show, we named the show after you called I Was a Stand-In for a Horse. Oh, right. In which, <laughs> in which you played a horse in a movie. I was. That was uh, um, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> And then last time you were on the show, I think we talked a lot about <laughs> skydiving, perhaps. Yes, that's still And also um, Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish, I think you were involved with that or something. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, in a way. <laughs> this is all coming back to me now. Who's texting you here? Anybody good? Yeah, one of my, two of my skydiver girlfriends. What do they say? Um, they just want to know Surf's when another friend of ours is going to announce her pregnancy. Oh, there you go. Not going to be able to skydive anymore after. Does anybody have sex while they're skydiving? It's you know what you're just focused on a few other things. It's too hard. You couldn't do it. It's free fall. You know how hard it is. Made me think about that pregnancy and skydiving. Not the two things that I would connect normally. You know, and then it's you really only have a minute. And uh, and then you sort that's of got to start thinking about you know saving your life. That's all it Not takes. hitting that's the ground. You have yeah. a, a minute's good. That. Your minute's, minute's tons fine. of time, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you only, you have a minute of free fall. Uh-huh. Jesus, that must be a long time. It feels like a one it can minute. be a long time if you're not if you're just hanging out. Then it, minutes a really long time. I mean, it would feel a minute. You're going down, 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 mm. down. At mm-hmm. well, how many miles per hour? Or well, depending on what body position you're in, at least 132 miles an hour. But if you're uh, head down or like on your back or something and it'll be like the other day we were going 167 miles an hour wow it's yeah. pretty fast it's, it's pretty but quick. you don't feel it is the thing you don't no you don't feel it at all no, it just feels a little windier a yeah. little windier than yeah. what than sitting still here in the yeah. wayfarer at a bar <laughs> drinking a Sazerac <laughs> yes. I think it's, it would it's nice. windier yes no, you don't feel it at all yeah, you don't at feel all. it at all nope I would be you feel like you're floating petrified. if anything you feel like you're in water you're not scared though I would be very scared. Um, I would be lying if I say that I don't still get uh, excited 
And in fact, you know, most skydivers do, but it, they've turned it into excitement instead of like petrification. Right. So That's they actually have a sign it. in the plane that says no farting, please. Because, you know, people get, you know, their stomachs <laughs> get going. <laughs> you can stop yourself. I always <laughs> fart in the plane. I'm sorry. But it's like it's, the pilot said that you, you should not be holding that in because um, it can cause some serious problems. So could it? It's, yeah. Yeah. What could it do? Well, you <laughs> you have some intestinal problems. Exploding intestines are probably <laughs> not good, I'm thinking. <laughs> that and, and, and maybe down. some heartburn. Well, you know, you're going down. No, no, when you're climbing. When you're climbing. Changing pressure and whatnot. Yeah, the yeah. pressure changes because it's not pressurized cabin. I've been on a quite a few flights. Haven't so. you guys been flying quite a bit? I don't yeah, remember we farting. That's because it's pressurized. cabins, dude. Oh, the cabin's pressurized. It's not pressurized. No, no, I did that, and they never told me about farting. Sorry, that was not part of my... Did you tandem? Believe me, no. It's not part of my tandem no. you jumped there's out a, of a sign on the plane. I did. but everyone farts anyway but they, they they hope that it'll be when the doors open like sometimes they'll open up the door at about 2,000 feet and they'll just leave it open <laughs> until about 8,000 feet bad it is. that's why and some people jump out oh at around 5,000 feet I've and then they just leave the door open because they're just like man just let it out <laughs> you gotta do it do it now but I always get like too excited so usually around 10,000 11,000 feet is when I have to fart Here's my thinking, Olga. I'm thinking if <laughs> you guys you didn't know about skydiving. If you guys have some people who seem a little unsure of the jump, maybe you create maybe like a 10-minute hot box in there. Get some oh. good good ones out of there, you know, so that they really they're ready to jump once you open that door, you know. Force them out of the plane, it's, it's right? It's a running I mean. joke. I mean, like usually if someone delts one, someone's like pointing at like, "All right, who dropped that one?" Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of a skydivers have a really good oh sense of humor, God, so it's so there's a lot of joking. There's a lot of joking around on the how many considering that it may be the last joke that you make. I would <laughs> it, it won't be. That would In fact, you know, it's. Uh, I was just uh, reading yesterday because there was an avalanche that killed like a bunch of hikers yesterday in mm. France. Like nine of them, or wow. so. Wow, I, I didn't and know anything about that. I was that reading that just in France alone this year, the people that have died in avalanches is thirty-nine. That's just in France Alps, wow. not including on. Apparently, you know, they have problems with avalanches. In so France. clearly, well, it's, it's much more uh, skydiving is safer than hiking and skiing. Clearly, oh, I see what you're saying. Clearly. I thought I guess this I'm was going skydiving. I thought this saying. was a farting story. It's safer than taking a bath too. Believe it well, or not, skydiving. Well, now I know. The next time I go, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to fart. Fewer people die. Skydiving than drown in the bathtub. Uh, you have more of a chance of getting struck by lightning than you do dying from skydiving. But everybody yeah. is susceptible to lightning, and not everybody goes skydiving. Right. Well, this is based on three, four million jumps. A yeah, year? that's the thing. It's like how many numbers? Based off of no, but statistically, it's still people. the same thing. If that you jump out of a plane, you're probably going to make it. Yeah. You're not well, going to die. Yeah. You're well, not that's, die. But, but it's not the same to say like it's more dangerous to go hiking than skydiving because of a statistic that 39 people died but if well, uh, that's only people, in, in in france alone so, right. so not including swiss but I, I alps don't know, i don't know what the numbers Austrian are alps, but if the numbers Italian are alps. like you know two million people went hiking and only three hundred thousand went skydiving then that's that's no, the no, disparity no no it's more than three hundred thousand go skydiving of course but, uh, i'm making yeah. these numbers up right but, you, but <laughs> you actually have more of a chance of dying on a com- on a regular airplane than you do from skydiving that was actually above a lot more people are on planes and skydiving. Because, yeah. Simply so. because the more people died per year? That's per year, yeah. yeah. But uh. I see what you're saying. Yeah, thanks. Uh. <laughs> per capita, basically. Yeah. Exactly, you've got to consider the per capita. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so the chances of you dying from a skydiving accident very, are slim. Very We've slim. established yeah. that. No. How often do you go up and down? Several times a month. Several times a month. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. is it expensive? Is it like an expensive? I own habit? my own like stuff, so now no, it's not. You got your own parachute. And I got my own gear. What color is your like, jumpsuit? 
Uh, electric blue. Electric blue. <laughs> nice. Okay. Do you, I get it. And I got a blue helmet. Like my whole outfit's pretty awesome. You know, white gloves and my rig and everything matches and. You I totally look the part. Do you pack oh, your own? Of course you do. <laughs> do you pack your own parachute? Well? I can, but it takes me a really long time. So I have a kid that packs for me. A kid? Nice. Yeah. Well, that's scary. Yeah. Don't piss no, no. him off. How old? Yeah. Snivels the nose. <laughs> so I have like really long opening. So it's like a lot softer, you know, because when you. He's like your when skydiving you deploy, You're basically falling from 130 you miles an hour to 20 miles an hour. So it's a pretty abrupt stop. Is it really? Yeah. That's what it feels uh, like. You're going. It from doesn't boom. if you pack it. Right, and it doesn't. It'll. It will if the parachute just opens immediately. But you don't have it do that because it might knock you out, or that might actually break your neck or something. So, so there's different ways of packing the you parachute. Pack so it, it in a way where it opens slower, and I have it open like really slow. Okay. So you feel the initial pull, but then uh, it just you kind of look up and it does this little flowering thing, and, and it, oh, it takes about five seconds for mine to so open. Is it like being like, like fully open? Fully. Is it open. like being addicted to drugs? Yeah, it's like you have I to keep doing it. Yeah, it's. I just experienced, I think, the greatest high in my life on Sunday. I have never and mm. and sober. I mean, like not drunk. No, nothing. Drunk skydiving. That's no, no, no. I'm no. just saying. I'm just no, saying. Like, I, think, I think we all need to try not that. that, that like not, you know, <laughs> right. people think of getting high, they think of it's like drugs. <laughs> and um, usually, but this was like totally. So, like so tell us that you've done this. Okay, so try and, and like try and walk us through it. Energy. So you've done this a hundred times before, or probably more than a hundred times. No, actually, I haven't. I've that that was seventy-five. Okay, that was number seventy-five. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what happened on number seventy-five that was so markedly different well, from the first? What happened on number seventy-five is that we did a, a, what we call a wingsuit rodeo. So I'm sure you've seen the guys with they call them squirrel suits. Some people refer to them as squirrel suits. Okay, those are called wingsuits. These are the guys that jump off a canyon or something. That's called mount. proximity flying, but you can do that with wingsuits. We it's were jumping out thing. of a plane. So with a wingsuit on. Well, my friend was on a wingsuit. I was regular, just holding on. I rode his back, like the good luck dragon in the never-ending story. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. Awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> this is an interesting. And the thing little. is that our first attempt didn't go that well because we tried to launch like three wingsuit rodeos at the same time, and so we launched, and I never got my right arm on his back, so I ended up just kind of riding with one arm, and we were like wrestling and fighting. He backflipped me, and I backflipped him, and then we like flew sideways for a while. And I was like, well, I don't know, this might work for a while. And I was like, no, this is gonna work because we can't get stable. And we did the spins, and that's where we got to about 167 miles an hour. But anyway, at that point. At around 9,000 feet, I'm like, I'm just going to let go so he can fly because I don't even know where I am right now. And I pulled my parachute and uh, was like, all right, where's the airport? Oh, there's the airport. Okay. But then I landed and I was really bummed because I didn't actually get to ride. So we're like, well, let's do it again. All right. So we plan a different exit this time where I could just exit totally docked. So you, when that means he jumps out, you're holding on to I'm him? I'm holding on to his back, okay. the back of his rig. And so I, this time when we left, I like grabbed him and I just like pounced and like jumped him like on a horse this yeah. is where the rodeo part comes in you know like, jumped him and he like arched and then he like boom Ooh, hello we got to like a yeah this is definitely going steady in position right. and like as soon as i got on i was like Yahoo! right and i'm like riding i was all excited and the thing is is that when you're right behind him when you get in that right spot then this the air is really still it's called a burble so there's like no air going by there so i could actually let go of my hands and, um, and then finally, I, I remembered him telling me, make sure you geek the camera. So I was like, oh, yeah, geek the, camera. the camera. And he had a GoPro During on his verbal. helmet. So I, I reached out for the GoPro, and I turned the GoPro, and I was like, and I was wow. like geeking the camera. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> and then at like 7,000 feet, I was like, all right, bye. And I just rolled off. And oh, wow. Yeah, amazing. it was incredible. So he's wearing the, the wingsuit. The wing and I'm riding on his so back. So what happens to him after you let go? He keeps flying. 
Can you fly without a parachute on that thing? Can you go? He has a parachute. He has a parachute too. Yeah. Yes. I would hope so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He has two Unless parachutes. Unless he can run 170 miles an hour when he hits him. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't have a parachute. He's like a road runner. So the guys with the wingsuits who jump <laughs> off the canyon, they have a parachute, too. They have, yeah, okay. they have okay. a parachute, too. But yeah. what they do is a little bit more of a risk because there's not a lot of room for error. When you're flying, like, close to rocks and that kind of thing, the smallest error, then you're plowing right in the mountain. Whereas in skydiving, you have a lot of altitude, which means you have a lot of time. And you have the sky. Yes, it, it's possible that you might, you know, bump into someone and you try not to. Like you don't want that. You right, try to you know where you you're going. But you can move. You can move where you're. Oh heading. yeah, you can. You, you can control, move where you're heading. You control, you control everything. everything. And then what happens is that when you deploy and say you have a problem, you've got time to either fix the problem or get rid of the problem and mm-hmm. fly your reserve. So you have like a lot of a lot more room for error. So do you think you would like to wear the be the person wearing the wingsuit next time? I might. I'm not at are the you, point. Are you asking if she yet? would like to be ridden? Is that what you just well, said? Well, I just oh, wonder if it's sure. such a great thing to ride. be ridden at Are we point. going there? Are but we going there already? Yeah. But I'm riding sure on the back of someone wearing amazing. a wingsuit. Amazing. Wouldn't it be even more amazing to be the person wearing the wingsuit? Though? I'm sure it will, but you need to have like a lot of skills. That's a whole different to, thing. Yeah, you I need to train for that. You need to have a certain amount of skydives and, and that kind of stuff. Like you wouldn't just... Okay. Someone who was a first-time wingsuit flyer, you wouldn't just get on their back. Like they wouldn't know, how, they wouldn't have control. They wouldn't be able to deal with if they lost yeah. heading. And, or and you have like their life is in your hands, right? I mean, no, no. really? I mean, no. really? They kind of it kind of is if they don't know what they're doing. Well, if they don't know what they're doing, I'll just bail. But right? I mean, oh, well, no, if, like <laughs> no, you're not going to bail. But if they're no, well, I no, mean, I'll bail. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> like nah, if, if, if that. things aren't working out, then I'll bail. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the, the point is that you want it to work out because the thrill is flying on their back because it's like you're not falling straight down. You're kind of going. You're riding vertical. someone. You're yeah, yeah. literally riding someone. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thrill. Which with the extra weight on their back has got to be. And yeah. the extra, like you'll fall, I mean, you'll fall faster. You'll fall like at maybe 144 miles an hour, but you're also traveling horizontally. So you're covering more grounds and you're traveling pretty fast, like maybe 80 miles an hour. And you've bought a ukulele here today as well. On top of all that, she plays the ukulele. Of course she does. Come on, this is a good good opportunity. I got lazy (laughs) schlepping my guitar everywhere. This is a good opportunity to play a song. I believe a ukulele is in order, right? Ukulele is in order. It is, absolutely, Sarah. What sort of music do you listen to seeing you going out to hear live music all the time since you moved Uh, here? Everything is like my favorite. Like, Can I tell you my favorite bands lately? You can. Mississippi Rail Company, I think, is phenomenal. Like, I don't know. I, there's okay. something about them that is phenomenal. Gino Delaflos, washboards. Gino Delaflos, he's yeah. not from here, but he's from up in Lafayette somewhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, he plays washboard Chess. Washboard Chess also plays the washboard. Right. He is from here. Uh, Gino Delaflos plays it like what, rock and ball or something. You play the washboard? Once a, once a month, yes, he does. He um, is great. And he's a cowboy. He is. <laughs> yeah. I can um, barely listen to Cajun music anymore. You can't take it? Really? Because wor- you're worked, from there? I worked in a Cajun bar for eight years, and it, I heard it every single night mm. that I worked. I can, I can sing songs in French that I don't know the words to. Right. Mm. Eight years serious. is a long time. That's cool. <laughs> it's, it's odd. Do you play anything? I don't know. I grew up tinkering a little bit, and then I went in a completely different direction and started blowing things up. And now that's what I do. So. Now you blow things up for a living? Yeah. I'm a in the movies? Lic- I'm a licensed pyrotechnician and special effects. Oh, okay, technician. we have to get onto that in a minute. <laughs> well, cu- let's talk about pyrotechnics after we come back from hearing a song. Oh, what are you going to cool. play? For? Can anyone hear that low rumbling hum type noise here? 
Not till you mentioned it. Thanks, Grant. <laughs> I was trying to wonder if we could get rid of it. Chris fixed it. Okay. Hey, Olga. Hey, 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 Comes and it goes and it comes back around. Leaves me one day, then shows up when I'm down. Reaching and reaching, I catch if I can. Hold on a moment for the flies from my hand. Always a step ahead of my feet Always beckoning me to greet you Comes and it goes and it comes back around Comes and it goes back around Comes and it goes and it comes back around one day I'm free, tomorrow I'm bound Turning, turning up on my head Before I'm asleep, slipping into my bed Always a whisper, come hither to meet Always a second hand of the beat Comes and it goes and it comes back around chose that song. Oh, it's that's right. It was the last on song on the last disc that I ever did for WTUL after, before I left forgot the station. About that. Yeah, I forgot what about that. What do you mean? That's on a record? That she she, she uh, submitted that song to us for WTUL's compilation disc for local film or local uh, music. Uh, and I used to put together the compilation disc for that. I was local music director for mm-hmm. three years, four years for WTUL. Wow, you've and done that some stuff. that was the last... That was the last track on the last disc that I did before I left, wow. interestingly. So. That was just a coincidence yeah. that you decided to play that over. I did, and interesting uh, is because uh, I wrote all these songs on guitar, but um, trying to figure out which ones work on ukulele has been sort of an interesting project. That How can you figure out what, what you think you could just play anything on the same thing? It doesn't sound doesn't, the same, like the voicing. Yeah. It depends on the song. Some right. songs translate really well. That one translates well. Hey, play something behind me while I do these uh, announcements here. Okay, yeah, sure. Just anything that you think would go go with some sort of, you know, commercial. Okay. Let me tell you about the people who made today's show possible. Thank you to Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or you have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet in his or her own home. 
for loving care when you're not there go to petitepetcare.com thanks too to basics swim and gym where you can get a full range of fashion swimsuits workout and yoga clothes with style basics swim and gym is on magazine street near jefferson avenue and our friends at hangover destroyer the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover you listening to me sarah this is important for you Go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's called hdestroyer.com. You write happy hour in the coupon code and you can get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer and you'll thank me tomorrow when you can also seize the dawn. Thanks too to unlistednola.com, the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans. If you know what you're looking for, you can find your perfect match before it comes on the market. It's the match.com of real estate. It's called Unlisted Nola and you can see it at unlistednola.com. Dot com. Music by Olga. We don't use your other name ever, I see, Olga, which you have one. I have a very long one. It's not that long. It's just it's very long. three syllables. Isn't it? No, I have a very long name. What's the, to- <laughs> what's the total number of syllables? Well, I'm not even going to give you the full name, but if I were just going to give you my first, my middle, and my short and last name, my middle name is Wilhelmina, and my last name is Munding. Oh, that's two different words. Vilamina Munding. Yeah. Okay. Olga Vilamina Munding. I like the sound of that, actually. But listen, we're going to talk about blowing shit up in a minute. It's a little too much to fit on a resume. (laughs) Yeah. But look, I found this thing online because, you know, I do like a huge amount of research for the show. And I found that I looked up your name and it says you can buy T-shirts now. Yeah. It says Olga's new T-shirts. Click any of the images below for more information and you get these beautiful European design. Who is the European designer who designed them? Uh, It's a guy in, uh, in the U.K., and I guess that's um, Europe technically, or is it? Yeah. Well, it's European. It's European Union. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's uh, not as far as the money goes. Yeah. The and pound is I don't the know. pound. Things might be changed. England is part <laughs> of the yeah. European yeah. Union. Borders seem to be going. Well, yeah. Yeah. I know that. I'm, t- I'm talking about economically. Right. As far as the pound yeah. goes. Well, I'm talking about designers. It's, a, it's a tough audience right here. Tough yeah. audience. <laughs> uh, they're called We okay. Admire. The company's called We Admire. And the quality of We Admire. We Admire. And the quality of the t-shirts are actually made out of that fabric that pulls the sweat and the moisture off of you. So they're really great. Yeah. For like working out and stuff. So you can buy a workout t-shirt. Once it's 18 pounds. Or just a regular t-shirt. It's in pounds. It's in pounds. Oh, very sophisticated. But they make it for you. So you pick which design you want and which color. And it's custom and made. It's custom made. How much is 18 pounds? Like 40,000 pesos or something? <laughs> How much is that in actual <laughs> American dollars? Pesos, but How much American dollars uh, is well, that? 30? I don't know it's what like uh, the it's translation it's is for right dollar now. to pound. Is it's it double. 1.3, 1. 1. 1.4? 1.65. So it's oh, it's 1.65. Oh, it's going down a little bit. Okay. So that's like 30 bucks for well, a friggin' that's t-shirt? Standard. I mean, is that what, standard now? So okay. What website have you been shirt, to that's yeah. not $30? It ain't wrong. Pornhub? <laughs> wow. That's way cheaper. You know. He's totally but sporting it's not his custom and sure, it's not just quality. You know. No, it's not wicking. This, this you can't get any wicking no, t-shirts. No, no wicking. Um, yeah. no wicking. So, this is, so these are pretty cool. Not, this isn't black and white because the printer is no, black yeah, and white, but they're in color. color. So they're your face, mm-hmm. and this one's got on a guitar, and this one's got like a water f- This one actually has, he wrote like lyrics in the oh, guitar cool. as well. Okay. And this one has a, like a water tower. And yeah, this it's supposed to be sort of a delta, like a water okay. tower from Mississippi. Very cool. Then how's the sales going? Fine. People are buying them? Yeah. You've got a lot of people look at your stuff on YouTube. I'll say that. Those videos are huge. And then you can also buy Olga Hemp Lip Balm. Yeah, if you buy CD or You're something, really you branching <laughs> out. With the I've had that forever. Have you? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. With the hemp, hemp aspect. How do you get involved with making hemp lip balm? And why didn't we know that before? 
<laughs> I don't know. I guess you just didn't look. But I didn't. I've been doing that for like, you know, 14 years. And how much money are you making on a lip balm? I just, I give them away for. Oh, they're you, free. Yeah. I mean, if you just buy, want to buy lip balm, then I'll. You know, it's a dollar fifty. It says here. I guess yeah, but cheap. if you buy a CD, so I just give it to you. They're not in a, well. Okay, but who buys CDs anymore? People just steal it right off the. Internet. I know. No. Yeah, no one's buying it's CDs. A, no, yeah. I still Sarah, buy CDs. It's a bit no. of a. I'm oh boy, Sarah's. Like, oh no, I'm sorry. I am a. Sorry. I, I mean, I'm with you on that. I I agree. Right. It's it's a problem. No. Well, in Chicago, I go to I go to live music every like three to four nights a week. I will work people's merchandise. I will. You know, I will Hello. I will sell it for them in a heartbeat because you know what? That's the only way they're going to make music okay, and they're going to make money. You're volunteering to be a merch person. There you go. No, no, no. I just did it. You will. No, yeah, I got right. it. Saturday. Do it. You're but welcome. yeah, I'm sell. <laughs> I'll do it for you. We've got two I'll people sell right here. Got it. But no, I'm like, that's the thing. And like, if you love their music, yeah, I'm going to sell it in a heartbeat. You so know, you go to a gig and you volunteer to be the merch person. I do. I'm like, I get in for free and I love it. And I will sell their, you know what? They're going to make music and they're, they're going to make money. And if they want to spread their music, oh my God, I'm going to do it in a heartbeat. And I, okay. I'll make money for them. Okay. And, and would you give away a thing of lip balm with each one? I can bring lip balm, sure. Uh, no. There's vegan no, peppermint and I don't there's regular need to. peppermint. No. Yeah, you know what? Lip-on. Their music What's speaks for themselves typically, but... But yeah, but, but you know what? If you can, why not? Yeah, the thing that's challenging now is that I haven't actually put out a physical, a more recent physical CD in years. Like my more recent albums are all digital, so right. people have to yeah. go to their phone. Do you have a recent? I, I have one. older, you know, albums. Was that Blues Babe, the CDs. last one you did. Blues Babe was the first that one, and that's out of print. Oh Jesus! Okay. Who cares? So, two of them I have plenty of. <laughs> two of them I still got. Is it on Spotify? Because what the hell? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, well, don't worry about it being out of print. Oh no, I got I got my Spotify royalty check a few like a month ago. How much? It was like point zero eight cents. I know. I posted on Facebook, and I had like a hundred and something like people like comment and like on that. If any, if all those people could give you a cent, you would have made more money. Well, if you think of it, point zero eight is you know that's a lot of plays. It's just uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, because it's like the going rate. Two ten thousandths yeah, of one yeah, yeah. cent it's per ins- play. Yeah. So point uh, zero yeah, eight is like uh, there's people who haven't even gotten a check at all. Well, there, there are and, bands and that Amazon are like launched their own version of uh, Spotify kind of thing, and, and they also sent me a check, and that was like point zero two. Excellent. So I deposited them. <laughs> Where did you take them to the bank? Yes, I put them in, the bank. Put them in my savings account. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Yes. Yeah, which is I was like zero like, percent. At first, I was like miffed. I'm like, screw this, and blah blah blah. And I just sort of cast it aside, and I was like. No, wait a minute. I'm going to cash that. Screw that. Because they went through. They paid more to mail that to me. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. the paper costs more, man. And the paper <laughs> costs something, too. And yeah, so, exactly. you know, let, let's not waste. Why not waste okay. time? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, that is a good Maybe, maybe I'm putting, like, the positive the vibe it. out there by, yeah, yeah. by yeah. like, you know, depositing it and just being like, you know, I'm going to just pretend that it, there's a lot more zeros in the front. Right. No, in the back. Oh, that is a pretty bad day for No, there were a lot of zeros in the front. That was the problem. Yeah, there were a lot of zeros in the front. What am I saying? No, move the decimal point. That's what I meant. It's funny. It's it's. Move I've, the decimal point. I was back. listening to something on NPR the other day where apparently there's a, there's litigation coming up about that because there are bands that have had hundred million plays and have gotten a thirty two dollar check. Well, that's you what know, happens like if you work it out. What's the going rate? It's point yeah. zero yeah, it's zero like something a spin. Two ten thousandths of one cent. It's so two. Th- what is two, two ten thousandths? How many zeros is it? Point, it's ridiculous. Point, yeah, it's, it's like, like five like? zeros in front is of it. Is it point yeah. zero zero? Well, who sets that? Yeah, it's five One zeros. One thousand would be. That's just unbelievable. Yeah, who, but who sets that figure? Who's is a it mathemat- Do they just right does Spotify just say that's what we're going to pay? And Some they, asshole yeah. who's making all of the rest of the not 
to ten thousand. Right. So well, Spotify, <laughs> Spotify is still losing money technically. Um, I think they are. At this, yeah. That's if you believe what you read on the well, New York Times. You right. know. Well, they make their money through advertising. Do they? Yeah, everybody makes their money through advertising. I'm paying nine dollars so ninety nine a month. When you go on like YouTube or whatever, you Just know all the ads you? that are constantly so in there, or say so you're trying to watch something <laughs> well, on YouTube, YouTube. And it's always stopped. But yeah. it's the same deal. I mean, it's Spotify. There's always ad- you notice that there's ads like. Well, I subscribe. I pay nine dollars ninety nine a month to Spotify, so I get no ads at all. There's no there's ads if you pay ads 10 bucks. There's no ads on the side and that kind of stuff. Well, I just listen yeah, to it on my phone. Yeah, but it doesn't stop the music. It doesn't stop the music to give you ads. Is what it, and no, also, no, no. There's no interruptions. Yeah, also, it's the it, best it's, deal in town. It's also on your phone. For you. you. Can search for what well, you Well, not, not for, for the, the artist. No, it fucks right. the artist completely. It's no, it works, it works great for the artist. I paid $10 too, so it's perfect. No. Well, yeah, but then again, <laughs> listen to this story. I found a band last just like this is current events. I found this band last night on Spotify that I would never have heard of in a million years. It's fucking awesome the name of the band is uh, I don't even know the guy's name it's Norwegian I'm going to put it on our website if you listen to this I'm going to put it on the page that it's Mm -hmm. on so go to our page on itsneworms.com it's a Norwegian band I look up the guy it's it's real Andrew you're going to love it it's it's right in your wheelhouse it's your kind of music Mm. and it's really great and the guy's in Norway I go to his Facebook page he's got 675 likes that's it he's absolutely nobody right so I listen to the thing it's really great and I, and I put it on my Facebook page. I got an email from the guy today cool. from Norway saying, thanks for listening to my, you know, how did you find me and blah, 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 blah. Cool. And I give it to Christian who books our music and, you know, let's, who knows what could happen because of that. But the fact is, I would never have heard of that guy. There's no radio station that's ever going to play that right. in no. America. And I just stumbled onto it Community by radio. sheer chance. Community radio would. Maybe they oh, would, but yeah. they haven't. No, they would. They haven't. Well, but yeah, it depends on... Would, but somebody's got to push right. it. They somebody's haven't. Push you got it. You have to get I a found this guy it, on you know? Spotify, I mean, and who knows if I found it, and I tell Andrew, and Andrew loves it, and he right. meets the guy, or the guy comes to New Orleans. Who knows what could happen? I mean, if, okay. if I were still in TUL, would I play it? If I heard it and liked it? Of course. Well, I could send it to you. I have to get a copy of it. I have to know about it to be able to could Play steal it, it know, off of so. Spotify for fuck's sake. That's a fact. You could do that. Yeah, I and could play do it. that. Yeah. Right, but, Sarah? Yeah, no, but that's a tough way to do it. I'm like, you you can't just, I mean, that's a tougher way to do it, but you have to, like. It's the, a hard the road art, to hoe. The, 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 an independent artists right now are, like, pushing through their fans, and that's the only way they're getting out there is through their fans, and their fans push it, and their fans push it, and their fans push it. If they, you know, and, like, these people, they're, but this like, guy, but this was on the front page. You know, I clicked on What's New on Spotify, and I just right? like the look of this. It's called Drunk Tank Pink is the name of the record. And I thought that's I think I've been there. Sorry. And I, just, <laughs> I just clicked on it. We've got to talk about blowing shit up as well. Andrew, you want to play something in the meantime? Come on. All right. You have to play something. Otherwise, yeah, right? we're going to run out of time. Yeah. Andrew's going to play us a song. Then we're going to talk about blowing shit up. <laughs> okay, I'm Chuck. Down okay, to talk about okay. blowing shit up. Hang it's on. Let me move this out of your way. Like and dolls? You have oh, dolls? Okay. Can I say something? Yes. I'm like, I am not the biggest female artist fan. There's like very few. You are ridiculously talented, okay. and I bring I freaking love you, and I think I, I here have a download card. Thank you. Woo! <laughs> 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 and you can plant that in your yard after you're done downloading and grows into flowers. All right. Yes. No, no, it's no. I think you're. I think you're ridiculous. She's not making talented. that up. It does. It has seeds yeah. in it. Yeah. No. Thank no. You. I think, thank you. Are you going to sell T-shirts for her on Saturday night? I mean, if the you t-shirts are custom, you have to buy them on the website. Where are you see. playing on Saturday? I'm at the Abita Opry. The Abita Opry on the North Shore. Abita Springs. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, 
I could sell the crap out of your t-shirts because I, yeah, I like you. Yeah, those are custom-made, yeah. so you got to get them on the website and choose oh, your own well. thing. And they, they, they make them to order, pretty much. Otherwise, it's too expensive to just have, like... Well, thank you but you can, me but a you, job. You anyway. can sell the CDs, though, right? I can sell the CDs. You can help get rid of At the Avita Aubrey. Andrew, what are you playing? Um, I don't know that song. Uh-oh. I don't like that work. Something's wrong. Change my mind. Huh. Change play a song I wrote about the street. The street? Well, the Ferret Street Fest. Okay. Or at least I had come upon that one, and it made me realize that, like, ever since Katrina, every... Every festival here has a purpose, you know. It's like we're all we're all drinking all the time, but now you know we're celebrating something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we have drinking reason. with a purpose. <laughs> well, I'm going down to the street fair. Sunny day is alive, oh yeah. Me my babe gonna meet there My sweet babe and I will Pulling down to the street fair Sunny day is alive Me my babe gonna meet there My sweet babe and I, oh yeah. They say you gonna meet me at the street fair Sing a song and bring along about why yours and mine if we get hungry, you know that we can eat things. Try yours, baby, try mine. Yeah, when I'm going down the street, sunny day is alive. All oh, my yesterday in the thin air but today ain't passing me by not this time say meet me down at the street sing a song and bring along bottle wine we're both drinking all day I can feel your body burning like a, a street flame would you say your place or mine till the hit a band playing a beat I got a funny feeling it's right up your streets so come on baby Take my hand, let's go dancing all night long at the street fair. Are you making a record still? What happened with that whole plan there? Oh, it's planned, you know. Finishing tunes. Got to finish some tunes. So you got to write enough songs <clears throat> yeah. to go in. Heading to Nashville the the middle of next month. And uh, I will, uh, yeah, hopefully finish the tunes then. And then come okay. back and make a record. Wow, exciting. Okay. Mm. 
Thanks for that. That was nice. Okay. Olga's got another few texts to go. Yeah. Anything? My well, what's mom up? is like Facebook queen now, so she's always like posting on Facebook. She's got like four different, five different groups. Oh, really? But yeah. you get notifications on your phone about Facebook. I would, I've turned um, those off about a hundred years ago. Why would you do. want to know that? I've turned them off in all the other groups, but this one's pretty good. It's wisdom now and then. It's a cool little, some quotes and stuff. But sometimes it gets to be a much because I'll be scrolling through like, Mom, jeez, come on. Mm. <laughs> so can we friend your mom on Facebook? What's her name? Yeah, her name's Christine Sperling Munding. Christine Sperling Munding. Okay, that could Although be interesting. Although she is picky. Oh, she won't yes. necessarily want to be our She's friend. She's picky. Hey, well, you know what? That's they're it. still waiting on my reply about the pregnancy thing. <laughs> is my girlfriend going to <laughs> announce her pregnancy? Why would it announce to whom? But who's it? Well, so the thing is, I'm, since I'm not naming any names, it doesn't matter. So y'all like skydivers anyway. But we have a skydiver girlfriend who posted on Instagram her, her, her uh, ultrasound. And I, she canceled her Facebook account or something. And yesterday she befriended me on Instagram. So I went on her Instagram and I saw that she had her ultrasound on there. And so clearly she's pregnant. So I told my girlfriends, I said, well, I think she's, she's pregnant. And they're like, well, you know, are they going to announce it? Or why would she, then why would you announce it on Instagram? Well, obviously she's pregnant because it says it right there, her name, Can you date, see the fetus, I would yeah, assume. Yeah, I mean, right? I can show you right now. I mean, I'd like to know. see her fetus. But anyway, she, has a, she has a protected well, account. She's right there. Why not? Well, is that a, she has a protected you, account. Um, yeah, so not everyone can see really it. She is pregnant, yes. Is, that a, a, is a that a fetus? It is a fetus. Okay, so. It's a fetus to me. Well, what do you mean announce? Or chewing gum, depending on the picture. And she has a protected account, so not everyone can see. Her okay. Instagram post. So after she friended me, I friended her back. I see you've liked said, it. You put a little heart there. Well, I put a heart there. I, I can't yeah, wait for nice this thing. dislike button to come up on Facebook. Yeah, oh, I think that's a bad that's idea. Awesome. I really think that's it's a great. Idea. Idea. Oh, it's no, going to change everything. I think because the problem is that people get really mean because they're behind a computer that's screen. What we're hoping. And oh, yeah. they feel like that they can just. <laughs> that's what we're hoping. They, they they take out their issues <laughs> on stuff that's got like it's just wrong. And, and I think the dislike button is going to cause like more harm. Yeah. No, no. Good. You know what? I have a feeling instead no. of just ignoring the post, now they're going to dislike it. Well, no. What? You know what? There's so many downers on Facebook. I want to go. What? Dislike. Really? I think no, you no, can, everybody no. thinks everybody else is awesome. You can put a photo of yourself being gored by a rhino, and everyone say you look great. Oh, nice, you're right. Nice haircut. No, Hang no. in there, buddy. No, no. Yeah. I want to use it for like the ones that I want to use it for, like um, you know, when when <laughs> someone posts, "Hey, if you need to get in touch with me, I'm really sorry. I'm at a funeral this weekend." It's like, how do you like that? You know what mm. I mean? Like, yeah, that was a good point. <laughs> like, but you can't dislike it either because exactly. it sounds like you're being it's negative like, about well, someone. Well, you don't being need to like it or dislike like, it. How about you just write, "I'm sorry for your loss." Right. Who's got time? Or, or, Who's got time? or emoji. Emoji well, is amazing have, invention. They don't have those on Facebook. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm they have tell emojis on your phone, and everybody's on Facebook usually on their phone. Look at that great so, photo of you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What about the people who are like the most downers ever? You want to go happy, 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 That's happy, 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 always? Jolly, jolly, like, you happy, 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 jolly, That's happy, when you unfollow happy, them. You're right. Yeah. I believe me. Or but hide. you can't. You can't happy all of them. So you don't no, want to down them, but you kind of want to down them sometimes because... Yeah, you do. Nobody ever has a bad. I mean, except for Obama, nobody has a bad thing to say about anything on Facebook. I think it's going to end up being doing more harm than good. It's a pretty shitty thing to say about things on Facebook. I never see anyone saying anything bad about except politics. Everyone's always very supportive on Facebook about how fabulous you look and are and your kids and. That's because I don't put pictures. That's because they don't have the dislike button. Well, now I'm going to friend him and they'll be like. 
I don't, I don't put pictures of myself in, until I get my Rob Ryan hair going. Once I do that how, and I start spraying it how about silver, then Andrew. You know. in, instead, <laughs> of, <laughs> instead of a dislike button, how about an anonymous comment box? Because that's, well, that's what the people with bad worse. things to say are worried about. Anyways, like, oh, I'm gonna look like a prick now. Yeah. But like, that's go for worse. it. You know? That's even worse. That I would make no, you troll. Actually, you know what? Sarah's no. drunk enough to. Think it's I'm really right. gonna hurt some feelings. No, I'm not drunk. I'm really I'm gonna like crush. Might so destroy some that's lives. That's a terrible actually. idea. As soon as you I think get it's anonymous, fabulous. No, it's the anonymity that gives people the courage yeah, to say all this. It's gonna get dirty. You want that? Honesty might be there. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Some people need to do it. That's called the times for you. You don't want a dislike button, but you want an anonymity. Bo- an totally anonymous box? That's, yeah. that's like yeah, utterly backwards. It will right destroy there. your life. If you get it's that, a, it will destroy no. your life. If you, are, if you, if you, if you, don't, if you believe destroy it, lives. no. I think it's Well, fine. you've got stuff up there. Do people put anonymous wow. comments about songs? Totally like no. on, yeah. on your website? Yeah. No, they are, well, you know, you can on like YouTube. You can make up a name and then people comment. People put reviews. Yeah, people put reviews and stuff on like, I mean, of movies anyway. There's always anonymous reviews about But there's always a lot of like trolls on there and there's just a lot of like crazy comments and there's always just like a lot of times negative crap and it's just but there's yeah. positive crap too sometimes I think that's the problem you know? sometimes there's positive crap <laughs> sometimes yeah, there's like, positive crap you go sister you well, know that, <laughs> well that's what I mean, that's nine tenths of Facebook is people saying how wonderful everybody else is yeah it's just like a mutual support society which I guess in a sense is nice but it's so fucking annoying yeah. and fake yeah. feeds the ego fake, sir fake is the thing you know it's fake and it's not. Like sometimes it's not it is fake. not everything sincere. Fake. It's fake and it's not. Well, which bit is not exactly? So it's yeah, for I, you, you know to what? figure I, out, I guess. Yeah, I would. I would prefer mm. sometimes. I would. Here's what I, I've I would like. The it's always kind button. of the same group of people I that do. always comment and like. I've noticed. Mm. And of it'll tell you how many people actually viewed something. So you have like you know eight hundred views and only like you know hundred likes. likes or yeah. you know or even less maybe thirty something likes or something. And it's always going to be the same people. So of that 800 people that looked at it, why aren't you, like, liking or, you know, like, why are... So... Are you supposed to have a response to everything in life? Or can't you just walk past yeah. something and not right. comment on it? Do you no, have to I, say no, I like it or I don't like it? Who cares? My point is, is that we were talking about, like, who the people that mean it. Mm, right. Those are the people that mean it. The ones that actually take the time to like and comment. But and usually, you find it's about ten percent. No, but from not, okay. I have to go. I have to not go with that because not necessarily because I might take the time for a second to look at it and then I like I'm like ooh gotta go and and I don't have a comment to so go back that. and stuff you know. So is there an ADD button? Generally, it's always yeah, the same no, people. There's no was going to comment on it, but I haven't got no, the time. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I, I finished it, but I can't go back and like it because okay, I got to do something else. Post, the next post, you that's will. That's what I'm talking. So that's my point that I'm saying. It's usually always the same. People, the same 100, 200 people that are in there somewhere that like or make a comment or... Overall, they're, overall. The, they're, they're overreaching people that are going to be the and, same and likers and commenters. And because they continuously every so often like stuff or whatever, then right. that means it, that's sincere. Look at that's the sincere. awesome and then you return color of, you, look like, at the awesome like color of all his you know, hair. They post though. a picture of their kid and you like it. This is real life. This is not even are Facebook. You, are you I know. Look at all his hair. It's are gorgeous. you analog liking right now? Yeah, that's just 3D. He's mm. analog liking. Yeah. Yes. Is that actual that's color, correct. or did you do that yourself? No, that's my color. It's beautiful. It's actual I color, and she can grow her, long. and she can grow it that long. I can't grow it that long. What happens? I love you. No, it just. Doesn't. I love you. There you go. That's a good. <laughs> listen, we just we've got to get the hell out of here now. But tell us about blowing shit up briefly, Chuck. Just so this is your job. Is you blow yeah, stuff I'm up a, in I'm the movie? Yeah, I'm a pyrotechnician. I have You're five pyrotechnician. licenses. Pyrotechnician. We've never met a pyrotechnician, You're have we? Pyrot. I don't believe that. I, I don't have. think so. I don't know. So when fires I start, have. we should be scared of you. 
Uh, just don't piss me off. You'll be fine. <laughs> so how many people in the pyrotechnician the business have all their fingers? A lot of them. You'd be surprised. Some of them don't have their fingers in the correct shape or places, but <laughs> they, they generally Most they people have got all, all their fingers still. Yeah. You generally, when somebody screws up with what we do, you lose a lot more than a finger. So you tend to be extremely, extremely meticulous and, and very concerned about everyone's safety, including your own. What, um, what movies have we seen your stuff blow up in? Um, or TV? I've, I've been doing mostly event pyro. I just started to get into film pyrotechnics. So event pyro. Did you do the Motley yeah. Crue? Uh, uh, I didn't show? do Motley Crue actually. My buddy Kurt did Motley Crue. Uh, I did uh, the Lil Wayne show actually right before that. Weirdly enough, because I do not listen to Lil Wayne, but it's just kind of what you how it falls and what you get put on. You know, um, we do things like Fourth of July shows and um, deal with. I don't know. I've, I've done bullet hits for films. I've done, you know, I haven't done any serious explosions for films yet. Um, what do you do for Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne, what's Oh, the... it was, a, we had, um, actually, Jean over there did, did part of it. She was, did, uh, did the smoke for it. It was a low smoke generator, which is sort of part of what we do in special effects. It creates a specific um, look. But uh, I did, um, okay. there were flame boxes. There were four flame units that went right in front of him at the edge of the stage. And on certain... I guess certain songs at certain times it would shoot off a specific order of, of flames for him. So this so. like on a beat, you have to push Correct. a button and then okay. So you have, well, to, know, you don't do you have to know where it is, or is it? Uh, well, it, it depends. Sometimes you are specifically cued as to what you want to do uh, or what they want you to do, and sometimes they just give you a cue to start, and then you make it up as you go. It just depends on the show and what you're doing. Andrew, what do you think? Be interesting. Sounds like a cool job. show. Oh, maybe not. Might Have be a too pyro mild. guy at the. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Next gig. Maybe just to keep people awake. Yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> like start dozing off and you just blow <laughs> something up, like wake them up a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it could be good for you Saturday night at the uh, Beater Opry. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Have and flames then... coming out of your head or something. Uh, <laughs> just an idea. Have a think about that. Make me a little nervous just because of the hair thing. Although Probably I do do so. fire burns for stunts and stuff. I do that. You do mm-hmm. fire burns. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's that exactly? Where you get oh. set on fire for a stunt. You've been set on fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you? Mm-hmm. You have to be covered with a lot of goo, retardant gel. Yeah, you get goo and certain kind of. Okay, I was going to try and wrap this up, but hang on a minute. <laughs> they put goo on you. Like stuff. Yeah, it's like, like a special kind of uh, it, it's flammable powder it's form first, and then you it's add a, like a, some water. And you there's a there's a pyro gel, and then there's a retardant gel. gel. There yeah, are two different things. Retardant gel, and you, you you goop yourself up, and then you also goop the clothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you've got that extra layer, and the kind of clothing or fabric that they use is like a lower burning, a slower burning fabric. Yeah, it's so cotton. You always use cotton. Cotton yeah, is but the there's, like, there's thing. even another um, version that is that burns slower than cotton. Well, it's, Rubber. It's basically <laughs> that would be great. No, yeah, it's, that, it's, that it's might, basically the stuff that'll that be emergency room visit. Okay, so um, you've got so you've got this, makes this stuff out of. Okay, but you've got this goop all on you, and then they light it, and your actual yeah, but you got you're on fire. Yeah, but you're on fire. And then what do you do? Are you running, screaming, or something? Yeah, you might run or scream, or it might be something really simple or small, or or. Um, why on earth would you do that, Olga? Usually, you're probably not really screaming because usually you're doubling for someone. But so why like would you do that? Because you get paid a lot of money. But given all your you talent, do. you get paid a shitload of money. Really? To do that. Yeah. So it's you're a talented absolutely. singer, songwriter. I gotta fund my skydiver. Right? <laughs> and you <laughs> set yourself on that, fire for up. money. <laughs> uh huh. Holy yeah, I also shit. jump off of things for money. Do you? You like yeah, stunt? Yeah, I do stunt stuff, yeah. 
We're never getting into a hole. We have to get the hell out of here and make way for paying customers. <laughs> but that isn't a hole. You see, every time we have Olga on the show, I knew that you were a horse. I didn't know you did stunts <laughs> yeah. and set yourself on fire. Mm-hmm. And Chuck can blow you up next time. But only yeah. with the Go, okay. gear and everything. Okay. All right. All right. Well, now I like. I feel like a loser, and I'm like, I gotta do. I gotta. Ju- I'm like, I already jumped. Well, make something up. Make something up. You know what? what now I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Week, I'm gonna pretend I'm a killer. Yeah. Do you have a um? Do you have an ultrasound? <laughs> you could put on <laughs> on Instagram. We could do that. My name is Sarah, and I don't know. She's but I'm gonna kick my mother. I don't know. Yeah, I think that was a different right, kind okay. of ultrasound, no but okay, that was good no, too. That no was an idea. ultrasound. No, it's horrible. That was our know. very special guest, Sarah Vinson, <laughs> spelled V-I-N-S-O-N. Thank you very no, much. Five months after having arrived in New Orleans, you already have a recording career. And this is what New Orleans did to me. Nice job. Chuck Lucia, Lucia it's pronounced? Lucia. Lucia. Holy shit, how did I get that wrong? (laughs) Chuck Lucia, the co-director of New Orleans Horror Film Festival. If you still remember anything about that, it's happening on the last weekend of September. Absolutely. And you can find out about that at horrorfilmfestival.com or something. Uh, NOHFF.com. NOHFF. Uh, Go to the Facebook page. If you want to get tickets, go to universe.com. This is too complicated. Just Google New Orleans Horror Film Festival. You can do that also. It'll and we'll see blow up all over the place. And we have to yeah. go see this movie called House on Pine Street. It creeped me the hell out. I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> and if anyone asks you how you found out about it, say Balls Cobain sent you. That's right. <laughs> Olga, thank you very much for coming down here. My pleasure. As thank well, you. great to see you. I guess we'll see you in another couple of months and find Hopefully. out. Hopefully. Yet another yeah. side of Olga. Or find out the end uh, of the jumping off of setting on fire story. Yeah. One of the two. Or, there's a, yeah. there's an there, end to that story. There'll be more of that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And Andrew Duhon is back. Thank you very much, everybody. Good to see you, buddy. Good to have you back as well. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. The producer of Happy Hour is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director. And our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can sit around a table for about an hour and drink free booze, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com where you can also check out many other happy hours and some other shows we make here at INO Broadcasting. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace. True to the game with the fabulous Chris True. Midnight menu plus one with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans. Ray Canada. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker, Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu and the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans. Unlisted Nola is also on itsneworleans.com. Keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on uh, Instagram as well, where we have photos of our fetus. You can find us on all those. On all of them, we're called It's New Orleans. You can also find photos from this show and find out what we look like on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Those photos are taken today by the fabulous Alison Moon. If you're listening to this show on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Do one thing for me. Take a moment to rate and review us. That will help other people find us. It really does. Our show is recorded live today at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street where they put fine dining into a sandwich, fine booze into a glass, and have a fine happy hour all weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Happy Hour is a production of I Know Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com for Andrew Duhon. Graham DuPonte, everyone around here. I'm around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.